Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. We both know that we're grown. Real experiences, real conversations. Like a real woman would. This this is Elisha Cash, and I am with my lovely sisters on today. And today we're going to start off talking about um, a very interesting topic, women. How many of you have had this conversation with your husband? If something ever to happen to you, if anything um, terminal were to happen to you, how would you feel about him moving on? Is there a time frame in your relationship of moving on to other relationships? Because about a month ago, there was a situation with B. Smith and her husband and his now new live-in girlfriend um, that Mm. kind of really set the tone for us having these discussions. A lot of women all over America are really diving in, have different perspectives (laughs) in regards to this Living arrangement. And so I just want to hear um, your perspective. Um, let's start with Delois. Tell me, what do you think about it? Would your, you be all right uh, with your husband moving in a white woman? <laughs> Did y'all have this discussion? Or an Indian woman? Or an Asian woman? A woman. A woman. You know, Pastor Cash, and I'm a person, you know, I'm very secure. And... The secure part of me probably would have said, you know, I, it, it would not have mattered if, if I had the disease and didn't know. But when I think of how things look and when I think of respect and how I feel about, I'm kind of a little old-fashioned about things. And so my conversation with him would be, if, you, if it comes to that, then you get a caregiver or you move out the house, but not everybody living in the house. So I, I, I'm not in agreement with that. So that's our conversation. And let me be clear. The, um, B, if you don't know, has Alzheimer's. So one of the things that um, both sides are able to say is she doesn't really have knowledge of what's going on. From day to day, she doesn't know who she's looking at and who she's living with. And so my question to you is, are you having these discussions um Becky or Vicky or Joyce, whichever one. Are you having these discussions with your husbands? If something like this were to happen to you, are you okay with this, your husband moving in someone else? Well, no, we hadn't had that discussion, and we probably wouldn't have that discussion had this not happened. <laughs> and now I know we need to have this discussion. <laughs> right. Let's be clear. Exactly. It's, it's not something you think about that could happen. So, um, so no, we hadn't had the d- discussion. But one of the things that um, – I think for for me, having the discussion is critical and not only having the discussion, me and him having the discussion, but then communicating what our thoughts are to our family, because he and I can have the discussion and I say, hey, I'm I'm good. You do what you need to do, babe. I want you to be happy. That's fine. And then our kids, our parents, Mm -hmm. everybody else is upset and they don't understand. And he's attacked. Mm -hmm. And, you know, families tear up for stuff like this. I mean, go separate ways and never never talk again so I think it's important for us to have the conversation but then that conversation also needs to be had with other members of the family to know what to expect if if that happens the only discussion we've had is if I'm on life support we've had that discussion okay. if I'm on yeah, life support yeah, yeah. you know don't keep me on there forever don't keep spending money you know yeah. discharge that but not if I'm still living and fine just have a disease and can't function can somebody move in the house sleeping my bed I don't care if you get a new bed 
that just no some about that just don't just just it just oh no some about that just not right see my mind hadn't even gone to the bed part you you just took it to a whole nother level that bedroom that bedroom oh dude no no you cannot Vicky Vicky I know you got an opinion oh this Vicky come on Vicky B Turner and the B is for I'll bust a head wide open. <laughs> Girl, you my woman. <laughs> the black bitch. Listen, black Becky. <laughs> that black Becky, she knows. Oh, yes. What a blue-eyed hug. I'm just, you know, I'm just serious about this. Yes. That I, I absolutely adore and love my husband and I think he, we feel that way about each other and this may seem selfish but under no circumstances any day of the week any year of the century am I going to give permission to my husband to bring another woman in my house Uh-oh. I, I, I it's, it's already rising up within me. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I gotta subdue that thing. <laughs> but I, I will come back and haunt. You better say it. You better say it. I can. I don't know what words I could use on this thing, but you know, I'm a saint. I am a saint. <laughs> and um, but but I just, you know, the rules keep changing. Yeah. And I understand that we are in an ever-changing world. You know, there are so many gray areas now, and black is not black, white is not uh, white, and we're dealing with grays. Mm -hmm. And then people change the rules to adapt to their thinking. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. see, I I believe in the the honoring our covenant. Our covenant says in sickness and in health. And in sickness, that means Alzheimer's. Yes, that does. means dementia. Yes, that means the cancer. It means all of it. Yes. Can you love me when I'm there? Yes. And, and I say I, I, I do it in a heartbeat. I would never even think of. And I know people are cautious and they say, don't ever say what you won't do. But I honor my husband in life and I honor him in sickness and I will honor him in death. And I, I, I feel even if if we had an apartment for that other person, that's not in my thinking. I can't. I can't do that. I want I'm going to take care of my husband. And I, you know what? I want to show my children what it means to honor a vow, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. because even the Bible says don't make a vow if you're not really going to keep it. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make I want to show my children about covenant. Mm-hmm. Covenant is eternal. And I don't want God to say to me, I, I, I only love you under circum, certain circumstances, you know, but he said, whosoever will come on in here, I'll take you just the way you are. And he doesn't say, I'll reject you when you got a certain condition. So I could talk about that all day, but absolutely hell to the no, 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 no. And I'm going to leave it at that. Now, what you got to what say, Miss Joyce? Yes. Well, you know what? I I, I had a different approach uh, last month. <laughs> we all did. I had a different approach last month, and I was ready to fight that battle. But today, no. 
Oh, no. <laughs> to the no, no, no. And and the thing was, and I I think that's why I appreciate you all so much. Is because sometimes when you don't think about things, mm-hmm. and you have such a, and I and I think sometimes too liberal, until you get you know like let me tell you something, sister. <laughs> Let's talk, sister. <laughs> so you know, in listening in listening last month when we were sort of you know talked about this this situation i i drove home on like joyce you know you a tatter house (laughs) slap up (laughs) you know it don't be sitting up there tripping you know you a tatter (laughs) i had to think about that thing oh that'll be a no like and 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 i'm i'm with everything that you say i mean i love my husband i love the relationship that we have and and i would want him to in continue to enjoy his life, but you can't bring nobody mm-hmm. other than your mama, my mama, some, on, the sisters, yeah. some, you know, I mean, somebody mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. in, into the household. So I want to thank you all for whipping me <laughs> and my thoughts <laughs> into shape. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard pill, especially. You know, when I think about my husband today, if we're somewhere and somebody look at me and he'll see him looking at me, he was like, did this dude just walk all up in my face? So because it is such a disrespect to him, now I done brought somebody in the house and I know how he feel about this, even though he doesn't know how he feel at the time, that would, I I, I couldn't sleep at night. But, you know, the Bible says that um, one of the things Jesus uh, uh, commanded Commanded and asked us to do is to deny ourselves. Yeah. So if I can't deny myself while my husband is in this, yeah. when he's gone, then we can deal with yeah. some. Yeah. But I can't deny myself, and we've come yeah. this far. Yes. But my pleasures is what I'm thinking about. That's the part I think that that bothers me yeah. Yeah. more than anything. But 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 Alicia. Alicia, I see you over there sitting in your seat, kind of antsy over there. <laughs> I'm in my seat. I'm antsy for for a couple of reasons. Um, I'm not sure if you maybe you know about it, but now they're even thinking about doing a reality show about it. Yeah. yeah. And so um, was thinking about it. Okay, so it was a was thought about the rap, but the fact that your mind tell us that it even come up. We'll even go there. What you think about that, Liv? Well, here's my thing. My thing is, and and. If we go to the vows, and, and, and I think it's, it's to death do us part. I think the woman is still living, mm-hmm. so we do have, we should honor her in her living. I think that the whole thing, in my personal opinion, is that it's about money. I think this mm-hmm. whole thing is a reach. Nobody asked him to come out, so this stuff is unsolicited. So when he came out with all of this stuff and talking about his life with her and what he's doing and how they are living, uh, they're both, he he and his girlfriend are both taking care of uh, B. Smith. To me, it sounds like he was fishing for something, like he was throwing a rod out trying to get something. So I think it's about money. I think it's a... She, mm-hmm. She's the one made the money. So I think it is a ploy for money for him. And I don't know the intentions of the girlfriends, but I do have to question the mindset of the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. Because as a true woman, mm-hmm. you would not want to come in and step on somebody, step into somebody else's territory and call it your own. Mm-hmm. You would, you would, in my opinion, you would ask 
you know, you would want it to be a place that could be yours. So why would you go in knowing that his wife is still, she's still in the land of the living. She's mm-hmm. not, she is not deceased. Now what happens after she has gone on, then that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, people do move on, people do remarry, but it, at this juncture, she's still living. Right. Yeah, but she got the side chick mentality, so she doesn't care, <laughs> you know? Yeah. she She's always been the side chick and oh, will always be the side chick. So she doesn't really care uh, 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 or morally think about yeah. what is going on because she came into the relationship as the side chick. So she don't care. Here again, it now goes back true. to what I was saying about it being 12 to 1 and how you have women who just so desperate for somebody yes they'll take anybody however whatever whenever it's a lot of side chick action going on it's a lot of side chick that's why all the r&b songs about side chicks come on (laughs) but but what's in the mentality of a side chick you know i've never been a side chick before so i mean i i can't (laughs) i'm just saying you know are there any side chick experiences at the table? No. no. Okay. We can right. make up some stuff. <laughs> let, me, let me share an experience we had. When I met my husband, my husband was engaged to another woman. Okay? And I was in a relationship with someone else. And so when we met, we met on a can opener. I went and knocked on the door and said, can I borrow a can opener? <gasps> And the rest, the rest is history. But I kept that can opener for many years. <laughs> but it was open door. Uh, uh, your opportunity. Not just opening a can. Yeah. Open a door. Oh, tell it now. But it, <laughs> Libby, you are crazy. <laughs> but anyway, somehow we ended up and we became best buddies, talking about life. Just. He became so close to me as a friend. So I knew he was engaged. He knew I was entangled. And so we didn't want anything from each other other than maybe some kind of companionship because the, the, the fiancé was in another state. And so um, we, it just happened. So I guess you call it, was I a side chick? I guess I was. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. When my husband went home to tell her about me, my, my. she was telling him about a man. Mm. That is exactly how it happened. He went home for Thanksgiving, told her about to tell her about me, and she had met someone. And after that, we found ourselves engaged. So then my question to uh, my sisters here is, so how do you feel about your husband having a friend of the opposite sex. Now, see, I gotta stay liberal. I gotta stay. Hold on. Right. No, no, no. So, so. Now, if the friend is a friend before we met, and, and now I'm a friend in the friendship, that's a little different yeah. thing. But if it's a new friend coming in, I, I don't understand the new and uh, what is the connection of the new? Vicky got to take asthma medicine. I think right now. That's oil. That's oil. That's oil. But you can't, you can't just have, oh, this is my friend, me and yes. her. Uh, oh, no. no. Something about that. Is- I don't like anybody. <laughs> come here, girl. Come here. Come here. 
anybody. <laughs> so it's it's only room for one queen. There you it, go. It just is Be- because women we require too much attention. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, this this not room. If we're not if you if you're not married, and we're not like going out to eat together and all that, we, you you gotta go. And so um, when I met my husband, he did have a lot of female friends. When we were dating, he had a lot of female friends. We went to the music um, the jazz festival. We couldn't even make it through the park. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. (laughs) I mean, they was coming up to him in droves. I felt so disrespected. Mm -hmm. I said, I I don't want to be your girlfriend anymore. And then they had, he had to convince me that I, I was the one. I said, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. So we changed the number because he had too many friends. And then they still found him. Called the phone. <laughs> I said, hello. Here you go. So, no, we, we, don't, we can't do friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, that's, I, and, and it's not that you can't have them. That's fine. You know, the old ones, we see each other. You respect me because I demand respect. That just is how it is. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm the wife. Mm-hmm. And then I, that's just how I am, you know. Um, no, it's just no room. That's that's just it. My fiance actually, his best friend was a girl, uh, and she was. They were best friends long before the two right. of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother's party, seventy birthday party, she was present there. Mm-hmm. So w- that friendship went on after he was deceased. So we were all good friends. The thing about that is, when you know the way that you know that they're just friends, they don't want anything to do with your husband Mm -hmm. at all they are just simply friends they are there to do a lot of things even for you so to me you have to really know if that person is a true friend because she was a real friend and she was kind of like one of the guys yeah Yeah, i hear that i i do (laughs) but you can't cancel that person because i did cancel her though (laughs) because my husband had a best friend that was a female she was in our wedding you know and that's as far as it went after that it was goodbye because i'm the best friend now and so where where we were relying Mm -hmm. on and you were talking to and the nurturing and all of that oh no no no. she didn't do all that now hanging out the move right right so all of that we we have become one so you know he has moved on he has left his Mm -hmm. those things and we have become one so now we're nurturing our marriage and i'm the best friend well that works for y'all yeah it don't work for everybody (laughs) but we can but we can have but we can have friends that that are of Mm -hmm. the opposite sex Mm -hmm. you know your co-workers but i think i just took the word best friend to mean something different you know well mine mine are not just just yeah. best friend. I just believe, and again, I always preface it with it may seem selfish, mm-hmm. but I just don't. It's too many women out here that will disrespect the institution of marriage, of relationship at any cost. It's a two-way street. And, and, and there's men too, but I'm just telling you, I tell people, I love to pray. You know, I'm a praying woman. Mm-hmm. But I'll cut you. <laughs> I'll cut you, baby. And I'm and She's I'm not a letter. She ain't I'm just not called. ashamed of it. You know, I, I, as they I'm say, not I'm not ashamed of the gospel. <laughs> I'm not ashamed at all. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. My husband is a uh, the most um, friend. He doesn't meet strangers. Mine my husband is, like is a that. right. Mine is a is a. I don't care if he's sitting somewhere. He'll he'll strike up a conversation yeah. with anyone, and I, I know that about him. But you know, I've had to say to him, you know, babe, you can strike up a conversation. You you and the woman get excited. Yes. Oh. 
Oh, is he talking? And I said, then you 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 see her response might be different than you just throwing up the conversation. And in his mind, he was like, but I was just talking. I know what you were doing, but you have to also look on the other other side of that. I told he can because he's that type of person. I really doesn't care, you know, with him. I literally we could be anywhere. My husband will strike up a conversation. I'll come back and be like, tell me what you know about him because he know everything about him. But there is, um, I'm not what I'm not going to do is also look at everybody you're trying to you you talking to looking at it because i've had people come to me and say people in church come and say well you know every sunday i see so-and-so always talking to your husband and you know she was messing with so-and-so i said listen what i'm not gonna do is follow my husband where that i'm not gonna do exactly i said so I'm, i'm really not worried about that and my husband was like that girl baby I already know but so many other people are and I'm not trying to manage who he talked to and how he talked to it is just in the way when things are done because y'all know sometimes men can act like they don't understand nothing they can act like they don't understand what you talking about and and that's why I said touch your chest again and that's why I said no because I want to set you up baby to be successful Right, I, you know that—that's my whole motive. It's—it has you nothing to do about me. I—I I, I want you I to, be, to be successful. Yeah, I want you to be successful in your. But I wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for your husband. I know, and I know that. <laughs> well, well, I got in. Yeah. <laughs> you got Thank you, girl. Jesus. Because there was no malicious intent. Right. That's why. Wasn't and I don't think everybody has that intent. Not everybody, right? So you you are the responsible person to weed that out. You are responsible for that. I mean, I mean, I, I, I have three male best friends. One of them just recently passed. And when there were times that I had to stay at his home, I left work at one o'clock in the morning. I would drive to Douglasville to stay at his home mm-hmm. because he had a 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. Uh, 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 appointment, treatment, mm-hmm. treatment. And so he is my best friend. And, and, and my husband knew that and had the same kind of relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Now, on my husband's side, his best friend lives in Florida. When she comes to Atlanta, she either stays with us mm-hmm. or she stays with her sister. Mm-hmm. If I have to go, I'm gone. They mm-hmm. will go to breakfast. They will go to dinner. Mm-hmm. If I'm not available, mm-hmm. then they I know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about best friends. Now, yeah. some old hussy that walk up, yeah, yeah. yeah. we, we going to roll up on them. Yeah. But I think from a best friend mm-hmm. standpoint, someone that has been in the relationship with you yeah. uh, for a long period of time, I wouldn't dare try to come between mm-hmm. that. And I've never come yeah. between mm-hmm. that. And he's never come between that mm-hmm. with me. You know what? I and, and I've been fortunate. I've never had a male best friend, ever. Mm-hmm. I had five mm-hmm. women I grew up with. Five women I met when I was 10. We celebrate 53 years. Mm-hmm. And one of them married uh, a guy, and he and my husband became best buddies. And so as couples, we're best friends. But Mm -hmm. my husband, this is one thing about my husband that I knew it from day one. He would be very uncomfortable with me and male relationship. I just knew that. Mm -hmm. And I I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Mm 
but I expect the same right. back, okay? I just, I expect the same. So if you have a problem and once you make me aware of it, then I have a responsibility to either respond to it or react, whichever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I expect you to give me the same thing that you expect yeah. from me. Sure. And that's just it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode two. We had a great conversation today talking about B. Smith that turned into talking more about relationships and girlfriends and best friends and et cetera. And so this is Pastor E. You can follow me at Atlanta Women's Empowerment Ministry. And also you can follow me at Alicia Cash on Instagram and Facebook. This has been a great conversation, ladies. I'm so glad that we got a chance to talk about all of these topics. This is Libya Baycar. You can find me on Instagram at Reverend Libby Speaks. You can find me on Facebook at Libya Baycar. Last name is B-A-A-Q-A-R. I'm also on Twitter at Reverend Libby Speaks. This is Vicki Turner. It has been an enlightening comfort and enlightening conversation. You all discovered I do carry a knife. <laughs> but uh, and oil. And oil. I have oil for prayer and a knife that cuts you. <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook. I think I'm still out there. Vicki B. Turner. And this is Deloitte Squizzle. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and our website. TheKidOfTheCab.com. This is Becky A. Davis, the Chief Bosspreneur. You can follow me on all my social sites is Bosspreneur. Uh, now I know Vicky got a knife, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Joyce Littell. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Joyce Littell and on Instagram at I am Joyce Littell. I'm going to back away from Vicky, too. <laughs>